0: Welcome in to another edition of Home Run Throwback Daily. I'm your host, Jimmy Morris. You can follow me on Twitter, at jmorrismcm. This is the Broadway Sports Media Podcast. BroadwaySportsMedia.com is the best place you're going to find for Titans coverage. from Training camp, preseason, regular season, playoffs. It's going to be the best coverage on the internet, so be sure and check that out. All right, so over the weekend, big news on the kicking front. The Titans have signed Former Jets, or they claimed off of waivers. Former Jets kicker Sam Ficken. Um, he had a, I mean, a pretty good year last year. He was 13 of 15 on field goals. Both of his misses came from 50 plus. One little bit concerning piece for me was he was only 12 of 15 on extra points. So when they signed him, they cut Blake Heibel. Uh, you know, Saturday was apparently a pretty mixed bag for the kickers again, according to people that were there. And watching a couple of early misses from the kickers, the roster churn is going to continue when it comes to kickers. Um, I I still predict Goskowski as your opening day kicker, but they are apparently committed to looking at all available options before they go to him. Maybe they know something about him that I don't. Maybe he doesn't want to kick. Maybe after last year they don't want him back. I mean I don't know what the, what the answer is there. But they are continuing to try guys. They tried out a couple of guys on Friday as well. So we'll see if anything comes of that. But as of now, your new, at least your new guy in camp to kick is Sam Ficken. We'll see how that goes, especially as we get into the the first preseason game. The Titans also this weekend signed Luke Stocker. Um, You'll remember him from being with the team before. Uh, a blocking tight end, uh, a goal line back at sometimes. Uh, Matt Lafleur thought gave him a gave him a big carry in a game. You probably remember that from a couple of years of go- years ago. But you know, all seriousness, he is he's a good player. He's a good blocker. We know the Titans lack a little bit of depth for the tight end position. Um, there's been some, you know, you've got your, your your what you think are your first two guys, right? I mean, Anthony Ferker's tight end one. Um, how how much can he? come along in the blocking game. we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, we're able to talk a little bit about that you know about him watching a guy like George Kittle to improve his, his blocking because um, he's a you know a similar guy to him. Um, you've got Jeff Swain behind him who was good for this team last year um, in a predominantly blocking role. Luke Stalker would be that same type of guy. remember last year you had John U, you had um, Fukshire obviously, you had Jeff Swain, you also had Michael Pruitt who is not here this year? So, um, I mean, I think Stocker, if he has a good camp, will have a chance to make the team. But you know, also they it could be a deal where they're shifting away from being so heavy with the tight ends, and maybe they don't keep as many tight ends this year as they have in the past. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that and see how that goes. But he's definitely a guy that could fill could fill one of those blocking tight end roles. Uh, Jack Rabbit Jenkins had a big day on Saturday with a couple of picks and. Um, you know, bringing that energy. There was some, I think it was Kaharski that was talking about, you know, he expected um, Jenkins to be the Malcolm Butler guy. And then Kevin Byard kind of talked about him in that way, but Kaharski said he hadn't seen the same type of energy. But it sounds like on Saturday that was there. He had a couple of of big picks. Um, One, I know at least one was off of Ryan Tannehill, and Tannehill apparently struggled a little bit on Saturday. I think a little bit of good news is the defense has seemed to be getting the better of the offense the last couple of days. Now, during the team periods, Derrick Henry has not participated. Julio Jones has not participated in those yet. So, I mean, you keep that in mind. I'm not worried about the offense. The reason I say that it's good is because the defense last year couldn't win anything. And so if they can win at least a little bit against this Titans offense, even down a couple of guys, then, you know, maybe they're making some strides. And, again, we're not going to know that until we see them on the field Um, we may get a, an idea of it in the preseason, but we're not really going to know it until week one against the Cardinals. We're not going to know what this defense is going to be. Um, we're not going to know how improved the pass rush is going to be. I don't know how much we're going to see of, of Bud Dupree between now and then, you know, now that he's on the, the COVID list again, don't really know the details to that other than he either tested positive or was in close contact, wasn't practicing on PUP anyway, so um, no you know, no huge setback there. But we're not going to see him, I don't think, until week one. We're not going to see what this defensive backfield that's been remade. I mean, a, a lot of good reports so far about Imani Hooker. I think a lot of people look for him to take a big step forward. Hopefully that helps Kevin Byard kind of return to form. But you got questions at defensive back. Still haven't seen Caleb Farley. Jenkins has been good. I mean, I, I think we kind of all expected him to, to come in and, and be a solid player. Um, and then you've got Elijah Molden. You've got – Christian Fulton, who's going to have to take a big step forward. So those are all questions that we know that we have, and we're probably not going to get answered until we see this team on the field in week one. But for them to – anyway, all that to say, for them to win some things in camp against this offense, that's a good sign, and we'll we'll continue to, to monitor that and, and hopefully continue to see some strides there. Apparently things got a little bit chippy on Saturday, which is to be expected when you get close to a weekend of camp. I think it was the day four of practice – you're, you're going to see some of those types of things. And, uh, you know, I think you'll hear them say those types of things, and they'll be happy to get to hit somebody else when you get to a preseason game, when you get to those practices against the Buccaneers. Racy McMath is still making news, making highlights, making heads turn at camp. Um, listen, the guy has all of the raw potential. He was behind some really good players at LSU. Um, that, that excuse always makes me a little bit leery because there were, it seems like there could have been opportunities at different points for him to get on the field. And he didn't do as much as a receiver there as you would like to see, but he's been good so far in training camp. Mike Vrabel was very complimentary, complimentary of him when it came to his role on special teams, especially. So it's a guy that has a really good chance to make the, make the team in that role. And then you can see what he can develop into as a wide receiver. A.J. Brown, who has been dominant and is healthy and is, you know, all the all the positive accolades that you can lay on him, have been laid on him, and hopefully, you know, that's going to continue. Hopefully he can stay healthy and take that next step into being mentioned as one of the best receivers in the league. When he was asked about McMath after practice, he said he reminds him a little bit of Julio Jones, and he, you know, he kind of like was hesitant. I don't really want to say that. I mean, obviously there's a long way to go there. But, you know, just, I mean, seeing those two guys work like like A.J. Brown has for the last couple of months, um, you know, that, that's, that's a good thing. That's a good, that's a good comparison to be made, obviously. So um, a guy that we'll keep an eye on for sure in the preseason and a guy that I think will have a big preseason and, you know, hopefully turn some heads and, you know, maybe he pushes to be the fourth receiver. Um, that, that's a spot that is not nailed down by any, by any means at this point. You've got Des Fitzpatrick, who also, by all reports, has been good. Um, You've got Nick Westbrook-Akina, who's been catching the ball in camp this year, which is different from last year, so that's obviously a good thing for a receiver. So, I mean, there's some talent there, and you've got Batson. You've got – you know, there's other other guys um, that are there that are competing for that spot, but to have a legitimate competition for that that position is a really good thing. And, you know, like I've said, if you've been a Titans fan for any amount of time, just to have receivers that are legitimate. And then to have these guys that we all really like – but are fighting for, you know, four and five instead of one and two, um, that's a good problem to have. So, uh, like I said, we'll just just keep an eye on that and see where that goes as camp and the preseason continue. All right, that'll do it for today. According this Monday morning, in fact, we'll be back on the practice field on Monday. So we will have another episode for you tomorrow. Between now and then, broadwaysportsmedia.com. Check that out. You'll have a full practice report on there practice ends this afternoon and then anything else that you need to know as far as news transactions all that type of stuff again you can follow me on Twitter I'm at Jay Morris MCM and again this is Jimmy Morris this is Broadway Sports or this is I'm sorry this is Home Run Throwback Daily or you can get that wherever you find your podcast so thanks so much for listening and we will talk to you again tomorrow brought to you by Broadway Sports Media.